Welcome to the CEO Era podcast, a podcast dedicated to aspiring, inspiring and admirable CEOs. Here, we debunk the myth of a power suit CEO in their high and mighty office, untouchable and detached from the very people that run their business, most often a male. Join your host, Ali, for thoughtful conversations about what makes a good CEO and the defining qualities that mean you can be a CEO no matter how small your business is, as well as a sprinkle of modern day marketing to help you on your next CEO day. This is the CEO Era podcast. I bet you know your star sign or your sun sign and can attribute all of your beautiful quirks to the fact that you're a Taurus or a Virgo or a Gemini, etc. Well, what else can we find out about ourselves through the tales of the stars? You're going to love today's guest, an incredible astrologer and lovely human, Christy Gray. Christy Gray helps ambitious people harness confidence and certainty through the power of their stars. She says when she discovered astrology, her entire world cracked open. Her teachings? Astrology isn't a belief system, but it's a language. A language to understand ourselves, the people in our life and the world around us. It helps us make sense of things. History is written in the stars, and as we know, history tends to repeat itself. Christy is passionate about helping you understand how you can use astrology to make your dream life your real life. Knowing more about who you came here to be can make all the difference when you're working towards your dreams. Sounds pretty handy as an ambitious CEO, if you ask me. I'd love to welcome to the CEO Era podcast, Christy Gray. Welcome, Christy Gray. Welcome to CEO Era Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. No worries. Um, I've just made it like a little bit of a tradition with my guest episodes and you are like my second guest ever. So very grateful for you to be here. Um, I love to just start with a few little icebreaker questions. Um, Nothing too formal, nothing too exciting <laughs> um I'd love to know like what did you get for Christmas uh do you know what I actually mm. got a spell jumpsuit and I'm wearing it at the moment Beautiful. and it's been the best thing to wear in summertime because I love being able to just chuck something on but actually look put together and so yeah. this is perfect for me <laughs> Oh my God. I had a little splurge a few months ago for like a spell play suit as well, just because it's my, my style doesn't always totally align with spell. Like I'm not as colorful as they are, but there was um just like this plain satin green play suit. It was super cute. So I was like, yeah, I purchased that. It's my little, my little gift to myself. And they, they do it so well what they do. Yeah, I agree. I'm not like a shopper there all the Mm. time, but when just on occasion, there's something that's just like, Chef's kiss. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we are fresh. We are six days into the new year at time of recording. Um, I'd love to know what was a highlight of your year in 2022? It doesn't need to be career-based. It can just be personal. Anything that's really stood out to you when you think about a win for your year? I just think I had such an incredible year. My word for the year was impact. And mm. I feel like I made an impact in my life in so many ways. I managed to gain some really incredible media and um, brand attention. And also I felt like I made an impact in the astrology space. So not just um, as a leader in my industry, 
but also with the client interactions that I was having. Like I, I felt like I really came into my own as an astrologer over the last 12 months and that really was reflective of the people that I connected with and the uh, insights and experience I was able to provide them as well. Perfect. I love that you have a word for the year. I know it went um... – you had a discussion on your Instagram the other day about words of the year and it made me have to think about mine a little bit because I I think last year my word was like growth and technically I did grow but it wasn't like in the front of my mind all the time and so for this year I've actually chosen two words I've chosen um, magnetic to feel like just to start drawing in the audience that I want to draw in and not have to overly sell myself or like as a brand or as a business like I just want to be magnetic for the right people they'll find me and they'll know me and um god I can't remember the other one I think it was evolve maybe I'll come back to you on that one I don't remember but obviously obviously magnetic is the word that has stuck with me (laughs) great word great word have you chosen one for this year for yourself yeah my word for the year is higher Ooh, yes Beautiful. I love that. They can it can translate in so many different ways. Yeah. I think for me it's all about vibrating at a higher frequency, operating at a higher frequency. And I've been really asking because I do like a gratitude practice every day. And one of the um questions, because I've customized it to me, is um, how can I become one percent better today? And that really ties into this concept of higher. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. All right, last little icebreaker before we jump on in. Um, what is, what's your cocktail order, your go-to cocktail? Well, it's definitely a spicy margarita. Ah, yeah. I feel like I'm coming into a new era of me. So mm. I feel tempted to say Aperol spritz, but Ooh. for now I'll stick with my spicy margarita. All right. Well, let's dive into some of the um, lovely questions that I've got organized for you. Um, so for those who don't know you, um, you actually also have your own podcast called the cosmic hotline, uh, where you chat all things stars and astrology on a weekly, weekly basis. It's a personal favorite of mine. Can you share with our listeners, um, the current state of the cosmos just to get us off the ground for this episode? Yeah, so I love that we've come into a new year because the stars aside in psychology, there's a concept known as the fresh start effect. And um, as humans, we love a fresh start, whether it's a Monday, whether it's a new year. And so there's definitely something to be said when we enter into um, a new era, especially Mm. when it comes to a new year, which I love. However, I think as an astrologer, like I was just sitting down to write our 2023 horoscopes the other day, and it's yeah. definitely my favorite horoscopes I've written to date, purely because of the fact that um, the concept that I'm really leaning into this year, and I'm seeing a lot with what's on the horizon for us, is opportunities will exist everywhere. Mm. We've got the stars on our side to really support our growth, expansion and evolution. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean Mm. that we're going to not be faced with speed bumps or um, (laughs) some roadblocks along the way. But what we do have is a nicer energy Uh, uh, energy that is going to allow us to breathe a little bit more, especially if we compare it to the last three years. So Mm. the growth and expansion won't feel like we're wading through mud. It's going to feel a little bit easier. And I think we're all very happy to hear that. 
Oh my god, I'm so happy to hear that. That sounds perfect. And I know that um the state of the like the day we're recording, it's the Cancer full moon. Am I correct? You are correct. How do you like? What kind of energy are we feeling around this this time? Yeah, so it's really interesting because it's our first full moon for 2023 and Cancer Mm. is a cardinal water sign and Cancer is actually ruled by the moon. So the moon's happy when it's in Cancer. And so what this really (laughs) speaks into is our emotions, our self-care practices. Um, But Mm -hmm. I always say Cancer is really reflective of of our internal world and how we seek safety and security in that. And because of the connections with this particular full moon, because the sun is in Capricorn, there is an opportunity to uh, break free. (laughs) And when I say break free is that you may, that can translate in lots of different ways. It can feel, you might feel uh, overly emotional um, and you might need to do something to like let that frustration out. Uh, Or you may Just ask my (laughs) four-year-old. He's got a lot of emotions at the moment. (laughs) yeah yeah and that can happen especially with kids they're so tapped into Mm. the stars and they don't even know it and you know full moons are releasing and they're an opportunity to let go but because the moon is full the energy is really potent and so um there is this uh how do I put it there is this element of nurturing ourselves and looking after ourselves taking care of ourselves and really being intentional about who we want to become in this brand new year Mm, I love that I love that so much that leads me like to my my next question um I guess like you would have a lot of people that would just kind of general disbelief and I know that you have crafted your brand so perfectly that you don't need to answer like question, well, you hopefully don't feel the need to answer questions from people that just don't believe in this stuff, who don't believe in astrology. Um, But for people that are genuinely like curious or do want to kind of know, like who would you say astrology is for? Yeah, and great question. And look, I'm not here to um, convince anyone to follow the stars. Yep, exactly. Like it's not my job to do that. If somebody doesn't believe in astrology, that's okay because Mm. they don't need to. Uh, Mm. and so that's what I always say. I'm not here to convince anyone or to change their mind about it. Um, however, when it comes to astrology is that, I find the people that are attracted to astrology and maybe my approach is that they're spiritually curious. uh, They want to learn more about themselves and the world around them. And I think because I am somebody that leans into high vibrational energy, uh, I invite people to uh, look for a source of empowerment when it comes to their own lives and how can they unearth their greatest potential is that I see mm. that the people that I tend to work with, connect with or follow me even, that they're really proactive in their own life and the experience with me is always very collaborative. It's, I'm not a gatekeeper of information. It's more about how can we utilise the stars in your life so that you feel empowered to move forward based on what's best for you does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely and just because I know you pretty well I wouldn't say so well but I know you well to know that like a lot of your audience that you draw in are like primarily women who are like really quite ambitious or entrepreneurs or even like mothers because you do have a like a a reading service of like how to get to know your children better and I love that so much so I think um 
yeah, the people that you attract are genuinely people that just are ready to know more or want to know more. Like you, you even say yourself that you're not like, you're no crystal ball and um, like, you're not a fortune teller here. Um, yeah. If you just want to discuss that a little bit more about like kind of yeah. what, yeah, what that experience is like when you do start kind of diving into someone's stars and natal chart. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you're a hundred percent right. Like everybody I attract is like ambitious and driven and successful, whether they have a business or whether they are, um, you know, somebody that's, uh, in the corporate world and they're really like, you know, in that hustle essentially. Mm. Uh, but then there is, and I, we were only chatting about it the other day. And then I have this beautiful, um, entire community of mums that I get to connect with as well and like help them with their kids. And it's actually my favorite thing to do. There's nothing better than (laughs) with a mum and actually like looking at their children's natal chart and and giving them insight into their tiny human um so when they first connect with me what that looks like is I'm a big um educator and it makes sense so prior to becoming an astrologer I spent 10 years in the corporate industry and learning and development Mm. and so for me it's really important when I connect with somebody and we start diving into their stars that I'm actually educating them throughout the process it's not about giving Mm. them every single detail that's something I learned really early on I, I like early on I was like oversharing and I was like hang on uh-huh. pull it back Christy they don't need to know all yes. this but what I want to do is like if I see something in somebody's chart is I want to be able to reference the planet or the house or the connection because I want to be able to pique the interest enough so that mm. if that person gets off away from our conversation they might do some self-directed learning or they might yeah. go oh what if what is Uranus and how does that relate to me and so um I try to share what I see in the natal chart Uh, but every conversation is really different because of the fact that uh, the cool thing is with astrology it's multifaceted so like one day I might be having a conversation with a business owner and we might be mapping out their key launches and how they can craft their copy that's conducive Mm -hmm. to their natal chart and then in another day I might be having a conversation with somebody in their early 20s and they're wanting to find love in this lifetime and they want to understand like what their love language is and how do they attract the right partner and so I would love to say like there's a system or process of how I connect with people Mm. and what that looks like but really it's just connecting and conversation with somebody at the end of the day and my hope is to always give them some really potent and powerful insights through the lens of their stars. Mm. That's like it's so amazing to me to hear like all the different ways that people can kind of use astrology in their life and I feel like there might be a bit of a misconception that you are just only your like your star sign that people know when they're born and then that's kind of it and like you know you get that from you know like horoscopes and magazines and the newspaper and things like that and people think that that's all there is to it I love hearing all the different kind of ways that you've expanded this ideology of astrology yeah, look, and horoscopes are a great place to start um, yeah. because they help you to connect with astrology. That's why they're called a star sign. Like you're the star of your movie. <laughs> it's your sun sign. <laughs> like that's the reality. And look, honestly, it depends on the person, right? I think thanks to pop culture, we have astro- we have uh, horoscopes, but it's not natal chart astrology, but horoscopes in themselves. Like when I sit down to write them, they take me a day. Like it's not yeah. like you're just whipping something out of the abyss. Well, I hope for you know, every astrologer out there, they'll have their own system to do that. But like they actually, they, because astrology is math, 
text and language. And so you're trying mm. to not only interpret the chart, you're trying to understand of where is the sun sign or ascendant, um, where is this person in the big scheme of things? And I actually love nothing more than when somebody reads a horoscope I've written. I got actually a message last night from somebody that's a Gemini and she read her 2023 horoscope and she said like, Christy, this is bang on. Like this is oh exactly where I am. And this is what I love because um, it's when somebody reads it and they actually feel like I've written it for them. And then I know like mm. I haven't missed the mark. Oh, so good. I'll have to jump on and read mine as soon as we're done here. Um, amazing. So I'd love to just go a little bit behind where you are today and just talk about like your CEO era. So I'd love to know a bit more about your Christy Gray story. Uh, when you felt the calling to start a business and build this personal brand to where it is today. Yeah. And my look, my journey has not been linear. Like whose mm. journey is really linear. Whose is, anyway. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I feel very blessed and grateful that I'm in this place where I am today and um, especially mm -hmm. where I've really grown into my own over the last 12 months. But um, prior to becoming an astrologer, because it's not what everybody does, and I love that. I say I've got the coolest job in the world. Um, I spent a decade in the beauty industry and I yep. loved working in beauty and I loved um, working and learning and development because I love developing leaders and leaders at all stages within the organization, whether it was somebody that was um, a report ahead of me or whether that was a beauty uh, advisor in a, in a store environment and so what I really was interested in was human behavior and more importantly mm. why we do what we do why do we make the decisions that we do why do some people um, like you can teach them something and they apply it instantly while others it takes them a little bit longer and so there was always this natural curiosity and I was also always the person um, in the office that was like oh what's your star sign let me get out co-star but I didn't know, like I didn't know that mm. astrology was a, it wasn't in my realm of possibility then, but um, I'd been studying all these different things. So I had studied to become a personal trainer. I had studied to become a nutritionist. I had um, been searching for something while I was living in Sydney and working in this role that I was in. And I actually studied life coaching and I was like, right, I'm going to become a life coach and I'll, I'll have, use all these different tools in my tool belt to help people and empower mm. people. Um, but I actually had quite serious adrenal fatigue. I was really burnt out. I thought I was depressed and I got to this point in my life and I wish I'd known at the time um, because I was in a Saturn square year, which happens around 35. We get a Saturn activation approximately every seven years. And um, I had been reading into astrology, but I didn't understand transits. So I always mm -hmm. really was starting to understand there's a big spiritual world out there. Um, but I remember I got this call and the promotion I'd been chasing for a year, which I've been doing that role, but I wasn't actually, um, mm. I hadn't been given the title. I was finally uh -huh. being given the title and the pay rise. And I just had this moment and I, I was really lucky. My boss, um, who was also my friend and we'd worked together for a decade, I just was like, I don't think I can do this. And it was this like make or break moment. And so I ended up resigning the next day. I ended up starting to plan my relocation back to the Gold Coast. And I was like, I'm going to start a business. And that's essentially how the Christy Gray brand began. 
Um, and I mm-hmm. wanted to share that part because I think that's the most crucial part of this whole story because um, I can fast track the rest because I think that what tends to happen is if we feel stuck in life, that's when we're not growing. And I was stuck mm. and I wasn't growing. But how do you grow? You go out and you look for inspiration. You go and learn yep. something new. And I was. I was feeling inspired by lots of things, but I hadn't found the thing. And I think what tends to happen is when people get stuck, they can give up really easily. And I was yeah. relentless and not giving up. And so I started a life coaching business, but I realized mm-hmm. like only a couple of months in, I was like, there's something missing. And I ended up one day, um, there was a series of events that happened that led me to this point, but I actually was like, one day I was like, I wonder if I can become an astrologer. Like, can I learn astrology? I didn't even think about it for anything other than myself. And lo and behold, an award-winning astrologer who became my mentor lived three kilometers from my house. I booked in my first session to learn astrology with her. And I remember sitting outside her house a couple of weeks later and I just was like, this is where I'm meant to be. And I hadn't even met her yet. I just knew in my soul. And that's where my astrology journey began. Oh my God. That's amazing. What a story. And I love that you kind of shed light on about like it's not a defining point of your story by any means but um like the kind of age that you're in in this season of your life where I feel like a lot of people can get to that like age 30 mark and if they're not dead set in their career they can feel really lost and they can feel really judgmental of themselves that they've spent all this time working in a career that they don't want to keep doing for the next 50 years um so yeah I love that you kind of you don't have to be any age to start the like living the life you want to live by any means oh totally not And we put so much pressure on ourselves to have it all figured Mm. out and like my business is going to turn five this year and you know I'm not going to pretend it's been easy um, because also too like astrology is a luxury for a lot of people you know it's quite Mm -hmm. different than hiring a marketer or somebody to do specifically in your business it's a it, it, it takes a lot of trust and I've had to really build my practice, you could call it, um, through mm. trust and also word of mouth. Mm. And that has yep. been important. And I know you're a Taurus. So I have my Midhaven, which is my MC, which is the legacy point in my natal chart. It's in Taurus. So for me, mm-hmm. in career, it's all about running a marathon and not a race. And so I've had mm. to really stay in a place of um, confidence, empowerment, and certainty because those times when things were tough, I had to go, okay, well, this is my North Star and I just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And that was my yeah. North Star of how I have gotten to this beautiful place where things aren't necessarily easy. I think we're always faced with challenges when you have a business. However, they've, they're a lot easier than they used to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I, I think I spoke about this in my previous episode where I did a bit of a recap on 2022 and it does like, it, it felt like that's all you can do in even just your first year of business is just one foot in front of the other. And I love that you do talk about like, running a marathon and not a race because I fall privy to that myself where I run really fast and I get a lot done and then I just be like well why aren't I where I need to be and you just you just gotta like (laughs) take a minute take a step and just see what that is as part of the journey of being a business Mm. and Um, I think too um 
I think that it depends on what type of business you want to have. Like for me, astrology is like what I'm actually here to do. And so that's Mm. why there's no timeline for me because I'm always going to be doing this work. And so that's important because I'm trying to make an impact in my industry. And so if I put pressure on myself to do that in 12 months, realistically, it's not going to happen and it doesn't actually need to either. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Like that's, it's such a wise word that you're sharing with us today. Um, in your experience, so we spoke before about how you kind of often work with like ambitious women or entrepreneurs um, and can kind of give um, some insight into like launching strategies or like you even mentioned like down to how to write their copy that's in alignment with their, what they're working on. Like it's just, it's amazing what you can like or like learn from you I mean this is just like a bit of a like a side question of like do you ever notice some similarities in like these entrepreneurs and CEOs in terms of like their sun their moon or their rising stars or do you I'm I'm sure you probably believe that everybody is capable of achieving their dreams which is absolutely true I mean it's just like a little bit of a side question of is there any is there any like (laughs) similarities between them all yeah, there's, there's not a similarity in the sense of um, like a sun, moon or ascendant mm. or a particular placement. But what I do see as a similarity is that the person will be deeply passionate about something, whether they mm. are deeply passionate about making an impact, and I'll see that in the chart and how that's reflected, or they'll be deeply passionate about making money and and achieving a level of success or they'll be deeply creative and they'll want to express that. Um, and so there's definitely a thread around being um, deeply passionate about something and it was always in the natal chart um, and it's just how I pull that thread for them to really own it so that they, um, again, have this sense of empowerment. I talk about empowerment all the time, but it's purely mm. because like empowerment is actually, and I talk about this a lot, if anyone's ever listened to me on another podcast, is that I always say for all of us, especially as business owners, we need to understand what's at the center of our ecosystem. And then especially Mm. if we're multi-passionate, we have all these things that feed into that. But for me, you'd actually think astrology is at the center of my ecosystem, but it's not. It's empowerment, whether it's the conversation Mm. I'm having with you today, whether it's how I feel with myself or a client, it's all about how can I help that person to become more self-empowered or how can we have an empowering conversation? Astrology is just the vehicle I do that through. That's insane. I t- talking about multi-passionate, like I think about it all the time about like I just have so many different avenues of like educating or entertaining or like in, um, expressing myself that, I mean, like I'll obviously have to book in with you very soon just to figure out like what that centre of my own universe is because I feel like sometimes I feel like it's just that I'm the centre of my own universe. Is that an answer? Like it's just that everything that I love to do keeps me going every day. Yeah, there'll be a word though. There's different ways that I do it. 
Yeah. Yeah, there'll be a word or a feeling or a thought. And this is what I try to do with everyone I work with, especially like probably my astro strategy babes because we work together for mm. 12 months is that I'm yeah. big on making things as simple as possible because I think as a business owner especially you get really caught up in things and I'm like you should be able to articulate in one word what's at the center of your ecosystem but also mm. what you give to your clients but then in addition to that what problem you're solving for them because I think we yeah. can get really caught up in jargon as well and you'd uh-huh. get this as well as a marketer like in your marketing yeah. realm like it's easy you want to like give these big spiels on things and I'm like no no let's just peel it right back like what does this actually look like exactly I know and that is that's something that I've been working on as well is just um it's exactly what you do in a different sense like you translate and so like that's my my mission as well is just to translate marketing and make it simple so that like you can just teach everyone to do it themselves instead of spending 20 grand on something that may not work for them anyway that's my story not your story I love it no I love it it's so relevant to what we're talking about exactly my final little question for you, I know like this is just a flown past, but I'd love to know like what's in store for you in 2023? Oh, I feel so excited because uh, I, I actually, you and I had a conversation the other day uh-huh. and then I had a conversation with my creative team yesterday and oh, I'm just excited with what I'm working on and what I'm creating. Um I'm really big on, again, running this marathon. So the things that are staying the same is exactly how I work with people. Working Mm one-on-one is always my most favorite thing to do. And so I'm really pleased Mm -hmm. to do this work. Um, Some of the new things that I'm working on, because everyone's always really excited about what's coming up next, (laughs) is that I um, am looking at how um, I can elevate the brand. So we've been doing some really fun and playful things over the last six months. And it's now nice that we've got a really clear vision of how we can elevate things in 2023 and create some cohesion but why that's important is because I'm in the process of writing a book and so um, I want to be able to continue to share my love of the stars and astrology and make it really simple and digestible and more importantly how I make astrology accessible and so Mm -hmm. that's one of the things I'm working on and in the back of my mind like I'm still working on an app as well but I've put that on hold because at the moment the book's the most important and I think mastery is really important for me as well and so I'm going to try to be more intentional in 2023 I have a tendency to again do 10 million different things and it's like how can we fine-tune finesse elevate um, and master things and because I've got such a satin heavy year (laughs) and my transits that from an astrological sense it means I've got to get to work and so (laughs) I'm embracing it already (laughs) I love that and I'm so excited like I'm I've been cheering you on since I think I discovered you at the start of last year and I just I'm obsessed with you and everything that you do and um, especially like learning your mission today has just been so enlightening for me. Um, I'm really grateful to have you on the podcast. Can you let all our listeners know where to find you if they want to know more? Yeah so you can come hang with me on the gram at Christy Gray. Yeah. Um, or you can find me on my website, which is super easy. It's Christy Gray as well. But I normally say the best thing to do if you are tuning into this episode today and you 
are not sure of where to begin or maybe I've piqued your interest is have a conversation with me first. You can send me an email or send me a message because I think it's really important to build a connection with an astrologer first to, um, mm. to, to find if it, I might not be your vibe and that's okay, but it allows us to have a conversation and start to connect before you dive straight in. Amazing. Absolutely couldn't have said it better myself. All right. Well, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful Friday afternoon. Um, yeah, I hope you get a little bit you. of sunshine this afternoon and no more random thunderstorms as you drive home. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, with me and also thank you for our combo. So much fun. No worries. All right. Have a great afternoon. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.